You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hi. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you had an awesome weekend. It's August. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad though. It's, it's been it's relatively not... better because we're drowning every day. Yeah, I'll say it's it's honestly. I was just telling John the other day. I'm like, this is surprising because we were walking around the other night and it. I wasn't like just sweating yeah. and melting. So I was like, I'm a little bit surprised, but at the same time. It's Florida, so it's just, it's always know. just so humid and I'm hot, afraid. and <laughs> it's always worse than, like, most other people's yes. situation exactly. in the United States, at least. So. It's so funny. One of the girls I met today was talking about, she was in South India, because that's where her parents are from, and she's like, it's like Florida. <laughs> like, oh, wow. And India's really close to the equator. I feel like it's closer to the yeah. equator than Florida is, and she's like, it's the same as Florida. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. But we're kind of, I mean, normally in July, we get a lot of rain. We didn't really. No, so, um, we're so we're kind it. of getting into it it's almost like everything has kind of shifted a month back and i do not mind actually rain because i just like to sit at home and pretend that it's snow <laughs> and like crank my air pull on like a blanket pull up some tea and a book and just you know cuddle and pretend that i don't live in such a hot state no we don't. that's <laughs> a lie and we um, we avoid that all the time um, so you had a really fun morning. I did. I, with my second session of Girls Who Code and getting the youth to learn how to code better than I do. That's basically what you do. <laughs> they learn Python and I'm like, good for you. I don't do You're that. like, you've already exactly. surpassed I'm like, me. good for you. I don't know what this means. It's uh, so funny because yeah. we're talking about, I mean, like, I get it, but I just would not do it. I couldn't do it every yeah. day. And they're like strings and integers and all this stuff. And I'm like, ugh. Well, and what's interesting is I think that a lot of people now who are into web development do it either for themselves or for like a smaller firm. Right. Whereas in the next like 10, 15 years, we're going to see it like all over the place. And like people having still like quote unquote regular jobs and not necessarily right. like owning a business, but, still, but still doing that. Exactly. Um, so I think that'll be like the shift that we see coming up. But it's so awesome that we have girls who code here it's like all that's ladies all the time so awesome so much estrogen <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fantastic it's i love world. it well basically this weekend and like for the past week i've just been doing kind of like normally i do it in july but kind of like revamping all my systems yep. making sure that everything's running well for the second half of the year and kind of like planning out what i think i'm gonna make and you know all those good things so it's just kind of that mid-year planning yeah check in yeah and july and was just like puppy so that was fun yeah i was being <laughs> this weekend so my house is like covered in dog hair but she's always worth it because she's amazing my mom went to north carolina uh to visit her brother so i i love when she travels because i love having scrappy here so i get to pretend to have a dog without like the responsibilities of like having a dog dog. yeah because my mom pays for all her stuff so she's like here i dropped off all her stuff and she's the easiest dog she's like an older puppy so it's like she just hangs out with me while i work on the couch and like cuddles me and she does sometimes demand that john move from the couch like Sometimes, like, she'll, she, what she does is she comes and she puts her chin on the end of the couch and then we'll move apart so that she can get in the middle. And then sometimes she'll just look at him like, no, this isn't enough space for me. So it's like sometimes she'll jump in between us, but other times she'll just stare at him and finally he'll be like, okay, so he'll get up and move to another chair and she'll come onto the couch. (laughs) So she's very spoiled. Yeah. And then um, one of my clients is opening up her storefront at the end of this month. So we're kind of like gearing up for that and that's going to be really, really exciting. 
big client event on Sunday, and I like never take pictures of anything that I ever do. And I was like, you I should. I was I there. Feel I was like, like hey, I never even get to know what you do. Remind me next time. You yeah. guys always do these large things that I should take pictures. I did take pictures of the folders that we did because we just rebranded the school completely, and it looks. Like, and I would pay a lot of money to take my child here. And I do. Um, so <laughs> it looks like that. Now, it doesn't look like, like, kids, kids feel. Like, it doesn't yeah. look very, it's very, like, a grown yeah. <laughs> private school now. So it looks like a place where I would send my child, which I do. So yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. So it's time. To, speaking of clients, since we were talking about it. Yeah. So we're talking today about working with your dream clients, which, um, I feel like we both kind of get to do I was going to say, we just talked time. about, like, our dream clients, like, yeah, right now. I feel like we really, we're definitely in a place where we're doing that more often than not. I think that sometimes, like, I think we finally got to a point where when a client isn't right for us, like, we have other colleagues that were like, here, you can yeah, have them. I'm like, here, um, <laughs> here you go. This is free money. Take it But that's the thing is, like, there's, I think that there's a client out there for everyone. Yep. And I think the first step to like working with your dream clients is finding out who your particular ideal client is. And it's it's definitely not one and the same. Who's great for one person is not going to be great for the next person. And you really need to like take the time to identify that particular client for you. It's um, so funny because we do a lot of partnership work. We're partnering specifically with one person and we sat down and we were like, what's your dream? Like this one first thing we do, like what is your dream client? And his dream client actually is a lot more evolving into what us as a like our web especially just development wise what our dream client is in terms of price point and just in terms of who it is and and what we can provide and because we have so much skill set and doing different things and we're like wow you know what our future dream client is it's your current dream (laughs) client so it's making our dream client together so it works out pretty well but that's one of those things that you really it takes time to know what you are like your dream clients are always evolving and you should always check in and be like hey yeah what am i looking for right now And I think that, like, kind of knowing, like, what sort of interaction you want to have with them and how you want to interact with your client kind of helps you identify that client. So I know, like, some people really prefer more of, like, a casual interaction. They want to be able to, like, text back and forth. Dang. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. But, yeah. So I think that, like, if you know kind of, like, what you want out of that interaction, how you want your interactions to be with your Mm -hmm. client, it helps you identify them. So, for me, like, I normally prefer to have anything that's going to be major business done in email. That's Mm -hmm. just something that I prefer. Um, I think, for me, it's safer. But that's not to say that once we're not working on something that is um, business-related, I don't mind getting text messages if I've evolved to that place with a client. So, for example, a client might say, Like, hey, I am getting ready for this, you know, event. What should I wear? And if we have that sort of relationship and they're asking me for that sort of advice, it's like, that's fine. But if they're asking me something specifically that has to do with basically all the services that I provide in my contract, then that I want to be through email because I am... I just want to make right. sure it's accounted exactly. for. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Don't Whereas text me about money. Like, there's other people that really prefer to do everything through text. And then there's yet there's still people that prefer to do everything through the phone. Right. There's some people that are like, I'm oh, phone goodness. people. Exactly. And that's, and depending on what sort of business you run, that can play into it as well. Right. You know what I mean? Depending on what you do. So I think it's so important to identify, like, how do I want to interact with my client? Right. And that kind of helps you realize who your ideal client is. Exactly. Um, communication styles are very important for projects to work out. Or even, like, just in terms of, even if you have, like, you sell products, you still have to figure out what style of communication you do. And I think yes. one of the biggest things with having a storefront, whether it be online or um, in person, is knowing how you want your customer service to be. And I think a lot of online um, e-commerce shops are going the way of um, just email only and don't call me, which isn't a problem because I hate talking on the phone anyway. We've talked about this before. Yeah. But 
it's almost become an issue because <laughs> I get emails and, and they have like live chat and da, 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 and I never get a response back. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I just can't shop here. <laughs> like I can't yeah. help you because I have actual real questions. I'm not trying to buy things without knowing or whatever the case may be. So it's just important to know, even if you're selling products, how you want to speak to clients. Sometimes you have to do stuff that makes you uncomfortable, but you don't have to make it the majority of your business. Like I don't really love phone calls. I'd rather meet with people in person, but obviously we have clients who live on the other side of the world. So Obviously, we're going to take phone calls. We just don't take long phone calls. Yeah. And we schedule them out, make sure they know in advance. Like, this is only an hour. You know, we're not going to talk on the phone for three hours. Like, about what? Like, about what? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like, we're not besties. And I don't really, I mean, I definitely prefer clients never to text me. I, most people to text me. I like, even friends don't text me. I was saying, but, I never, ever text you. Like, unless I just, it's like, unless people, I need something specific. <laughs> especially when it comes to And when I say business, I mean, like, even, like, volunteer stuff I just don't I well I like stuff in writing like I like to be able to go to my email and be like look this is what we talked about this is what I said and people talk about text and whatever um I only have like maybe three clients who text me but they don't text me about work and it's very very rare unless it's an emergency and they're like hey we need this like right now and I we've had that build that relationship where it's okay so um just knowing how do you want to communicate definitely does like you said set your ideal client and you know who you want to work with and I feel like for me, like, I know I work with a lot of different types of people. And I think that it's good to make kind of like a list of like, okay, let me think about like my top, mm-hmm. you know, 10 or five, depending on like what sort of business you run, like clients that I've ever had, like what, right. let me like list them all out and like, what do they have in common? And like, mine are very like vastly different. Like mine would be, um, the bakery owner that I'm working with right now. I've worked with um, a public speaker that I love, a comic book illustrator, a Disney wedding photographer, and a CrossFit gym. Those are very different, different things. <laughs> Seriously. But I think that um, for me, like, the thing that is common to them is that they're all creative. Even though, like, it might not seem to someone that a CrossFit gym owner is going to be creative, but just the way that he approaches his work and the way that he designs right. his, you know, workouts and all that sort of, it's he brings a creativity creative. to what he does. Right. And so they're all creative. Um, they're all very like open to possibilities, which I like, um, because, because of what I do and because of like consulting one-on-one, like I want them to be, you, you know, part of my job is obviously to make them more willing to be open, right. but if they're not willing at all, then obviously I'm not going to have a fun time. <laughs> and I have had clients that it's like, why did you hire me? If, if you I'm, don't want to tell them. You yeah, like if you, you just don't really want to change anything, yeah. you don't want to get to that next level, like you're wasting your money on me. Um, and so I really like it if they're open to new possibilities. Even if I have to hold their hand through it, that's fine. That's what I'm there for. And then I also like people that are casual, but very professional. So I want it to be a situation where it's like, you're paying me on time. Right. <laughs> Number one. I think um, that should be an ideal thing that for is all clients. Like yes. for everyone. You pay me on time and I don't have to hound you down. I don't want to remind you. I just, right. I mean, like it's, you know, it's fine to sound like a reminder. Right. Definitely. But then you pay it. Like, you know what I mean? And um, somebody who, when I answer them an email, they answer me back an email. Uh, <laughs> like, I read your, they text you, I read your email, and so this is what I think. And then they yeah, like I really, like, that's, uh, I really prefer, it's like, if I'm sending it to you an email and I'm asking you a question, please answer me back in that format. Yep. However, I want someone who's, you know, like a casual person and enjoys life and is happy and, you know, but <laughs> still has life. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like professional, but casual. Like I need you to be both of those things. That's my particular ideal client. And that's, that's the thing is like when you're looking at all of them at the surface, you might be like, well, what do they have in common? But there's definitely Several some things. common themes Seriously. throughout those clients. 
Yeah, our um, because we have so many different lines of business. I feel like like a stationary client to me is like a nineteen to thirty five year old woman who like loves paper and loves pretty things and loves giving her client like her friend stuff and just really focused on expressing herself in an old fashioned way. And that's my like through prints and through paper. That's my paper person. It's not a forty year old lady who hates everything. Like I'm not catering to Republicans. Like none of that. <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen. That's not my paper shop. So if you come in and you want really like conservative, like um initialized monogram soft like I'm not software but like stationary, then you're not gonna get it from Studio Four for paper. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> like I'm a client that like Studio Four for paper also likes weird things like apartment therapy and like Yeah. Know, all these other little you know, design sponge and those little places reads blogs, reads books um, that are a little bit more like edgy, like whatever the case may be. So I always have like the ideal person when it comes to a storefront. In terms of our design clients, it's more, <clears throat> before it was just like we really wanted to work with small to medium sized businesses, but really focusing more on the small business owner. And now we're kind of evolving to that. It's still small business, but to me, it's a medium-sized business because usually when I think of small business, immediately I think are extra small. It's like one to five people. Yeah, I know. Like, I think <laughs> I that all the time. So many people are like, figures. "I'm a small business," yeah. and I'm like, "No, you're not. You have like under, eight people it's under over six there. figures, or under one million that you qualify. I think it's under six figures or either under five, like half a million that you qualify as a small business. And some people do make like less than that, but still have 150 employees. So to me, I'm like. You're not really a small business, but that now is becoming more of our yeah. ideal client is those people who have, you know, businesses that are running or starting business or startups and have an idea that they want clients, but they don't have like someone that's managing their brand or managing their marketing. They don't understand what that means. They don't have time either. So they mm-hmm. really need to hire people to educate their staff or educate the person who's in charge or whatever the case may be. So that's really who our client is right now for web stuff as far as identity stuff i'll work with anybody that has anything cool like coffee shops <laughs> um if you're available call me but school. would you say that there's like Yoga a certain teachers? like way that they particularly they really, interact um, or act i feel like I'd, like i said earlier i'm very email centric please don't call me please don't text me <laughs> like don't text me oh my god i will ignore you so if, if we set up the initial meeting and i'm like send you an email about it and i'm sending you like the appointment through email and the reminder and you're accepting or whatever or you don't accept and then you text me and like what time and I'm like no like it's just not gonna work Wait, out you're I'm not, not gonna, the client for no, me no I'm not we're just not gonna work out and I really like I mean I love making people's dreams come true and I think um I want my client to see me as a business yeah <clears throat> not really as a friend I can be your friend but I want them to see me as a business first and really appreciate our expertise because I think that's how our ex- expertise is respected if people look at us as um, just knowing our what we're doing in our field and being experts in our field. And that's why speaking is so important to us right now because we want to identify ourselves as this is what we do as a business. We're not just like kids that are like interested in this is our hobby. Like, no, this is our lives. It's been our lives for the past decade and we can really elevate your business. And we also have numbers to prove it. So we're like, hey, these people's sales have improved by this much. So we're really going in now from like, I feel like <laughs> this end of the year to 2017, really just saying, hey, we're like, in age, like I hate that word, like we're an agency, but we are, we're an agency and we help solve problems, not just your site is ugly. <laughs> like we're yeah. actually trying to make you money so you yeah. can make me money. Like I like, we all like well, money. And that's the thing is like, I think it's really <laughs> like important to be honest with yourself about like right. who you are as a business owner. Exactly. And like not try to necessarily like change things or 
you, like obviously you're going to do certain things to to get attractive right. clients oh, definitely. but you, you definitely, definitely want to you make yourself. it but not over the top and yeah. i think one of the biggest things and it's, it's such a debate right now because especially around bloggers i feel like they debate about it is when you um send yourself to an influencer that the apparently influence like um companies and brands prefer that you use we versus i when you're a solo act and to me it's so weird because we've always been we but for Studio 4 for paper, I definitely say I. I never say we. Like, it's just me. And yeah, because so you'd be looking around the room like, who, <laughs> who else am I talking but people, about? They say you have to pitch yourself as a like a company because people don't take you seriously, which is, I it might be true. I just think it's so ridiculous. When I work with someone, I want you to be honest if it's just you. Yeah. If you hire people, that's totally cool. But I think there's power in being a one say, I feel like you're agency. probably more Seriously, of a badass You're at that more point. awesome. Why do you want to pretend like like me and my puppy are like, yeah. this is my CEO of pup, like, dog bones or whatever. Like, seriously, I really find power in being a solopreneur. Like, I think if people are a solo act, there is power in that. Like, I think that's amazing. And I really wish more people would find that power within themselves to be like, oh, this is awesome. Your value is within yourself. You have the know-how to hire the people to help you out. That's nothing wrong with that, of you being like, I'm the HPSC. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I don't understand. And I also feel like it's important to, like, address, like, it's okay if you have a business and talking on the phone and being super like peppy isn't your thing. Yep, like just say no. <laughs> I know that we have friends that are like extreme introverts and they would rather not like spend a whole bunch of time mm. talking to each person yep. and that, but they, depending on obviously the service you provide, then you, you can still run to. a successful right. business and not do that. And maybe your ideal client is somebody that understands that and is just coming to you for a service and they don't necessarily want to get super friendly with you. Right. Whereas for me, I like, I'm so crazy about this. Like, I feel like I need to know my client and know that they're, like, a good person. Like, that's one of the things that you know that I'm really, like, my mom, so she sent some of my way, and I'm not even going to say what they do because I don't want to offend anybody, but they do something that it's not, it wasn't super bad or anything, but but just for me, it didn't align with my, like, personal beliefs, and it was something that, especially because of some of the recent events that have happened in Orlando, I just kind of felt kind of, like, uncomfortable with. And I was just like, I don't know if I can work with this person, even though, yes, I really enjoy money, but I just don't think that I can do this. And my mom was like, because I now I feel like I have to explain like, what, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to no, say it. I'm not going to say it. You don't have to say it. But like basically my I mom feel like was if like, you didn't get it by now, then you're yeah. just not But my mom was like, you know, every little thing that happens in the world, like you can't be responsible <laughs> for like how people handle everything and how, you know. Like, right. she's like, you need to, like, chill out. But I was the same way when I shot weddings and, and people would get divorced. Yeah. I would be like, I can't believe they got divorced. They don't <laughs> they don't have my pictures on their wall anymore. They they hate them now. Like, this thing that I created for them, they now hate. Oh and goodness. they hate my art. And it makes me sad. And then they're just not together anymore. And I took it, like, very personally. And some people are just, I mean, I'm a sensitive person and I'm a sensitive no, person in business. And because of that... I have to have a particular type of and client. And you're sensitive in a way that matters because I say this because someone else that I know that, that owns a business was like, well, if you don't like sensitive people, you just have to deal with Like, there's some meme or something that they post and I'm like, it's not that people, like, you can be sensitive and be smart. There, mm-hmm. No, you're just dumb. That's why people are tired of your sensitivity because you blame yeah. it on being sensitive, but you're just being a jerk. Yeah. Like, there's a difference. You're being sensitive and you're saying, I can't work with this certain client because we don't work with those clients either. Like, that's totally my, put my foot down. Yeah. I'm doing that industry um, ever. Don't ask like, me. Like, for example, like, me. if you, like, like Donald Trump, 
then we don't, don't need to work together mm-hmm. because never i'm black that's why <laughs> like like let's because just be real because i have a brain in my head like, that's why yeah, <laughs> that too have, and i'm a woman and well, a whole I have female I'm, I'm, I'm a lady i identify as a female that's but why just so many Several different things, things. <laughs> so, like it's, it's like, just no. not gonna work together i think an example of someone who's really true to themselves and still has a major brand and has buying power is tristan walker of Bevel, if you ever, I never follow him on Twitter for some reason because I was an idiot, and I went to his Twitter, <laughs> and I'm like, his guy gives me life. He is so vocal about the things he believes in, and that's it, and that's what you get. And his multi-million dollar company is him, and like he's in Target, and he has all these amazing deals, and it's because he comes uh, like completely transparent, and, and he got to this big thing. The reason I say this because Facebook was saying our company is not diverse <clears throat> because we can't hire people, and there's no companies in tech that are that diverse and he just like sent facebook like a list of all of his like employees like hey Hey, by the way look at all these people of color who work for bevel like let me tell you about it and to me i'm like i was like i'm not following him why am i not like i follow him and everything he tweets about like i'm almost 150 percent in line with and i love that and i love that his brand is 100 percent like him like you never heard a bevel commercial on any podcast sponsor us that doesn't say Tristan Walker <laughs> yeah. because he is his company like that's yeah. so important so um, I do I love that uh, that's his dream client is people who agree with him I am bevel's dream client like when he makes labor, you're like I agree with everything <laughs> well, exactly. when I make it when sounds kind of like you're saying bevel for president I'm just uh, Tristan Walker for president 2020 yeah. I'll, I'll write him into this ballot. <laughs> oh, God. Are, are, can you just, like, take an extra ballot and, like, do that? I wish you could, like, write people fun. in. That'd be so much fun. I mean, you can, but... I mean, but, like, doesn't... extra one. That one that doesn't count. But I just want to have, yeah. like, extra ballot. Just, like, like who extra would be our fake president if Hey, we you can make a fake ballot yeah, because fake you... online... You're like, great at design. We can just, just make an extra, like, site that's, like... The, the fake election but like yeah. write in everybody just writes in who they want to be president and see who would be the president if we could choose our own too bad president. the fake election would be better than the real election <laughs> it sounds amazing. I'm actually <laughs> really excited about anyways. this fake election <laughs> um, so I think another important thing is like making sure that you can actually do for your client what you think you can do because you say you once do. you've identified that you know client and you're like this is my dream client I'm about to land them I figured out who they are but if you can't deliver what you said that you were going to deliver, then you're not going to keep said no. dream client. And I think that there's a lot of people right now that think that they need to do all of the things. Yeah. Um, and just because you are good at some of the things doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you're going to be great at things. actually delivering a good product or just service to everyone. people make money doing something does not Me mean need that you it. need to do yes. it. It's not your calling. You never wanted to do it before. Yeah. You probably aren't going to be good at it. And then when it fails, you're going to be really disappointed. So just focus on what you're able to do and like be good at that. Like that's amazing. Yeah, that you can absolutely. do anything. Like having a skill and having a business is already like like that's amazing like not everyone can have a business you don't understand that it's great that you have a business that you've kept afloat for one month or one year or 10 years like whatever the case may be so be happy about that don't have to you don't have to do what everybody else is doing so i just think it's really important to like comb through your contracts comb through your services listed and make sure that each of those things is something that not only can you deliver on it but you are consistently delivering and it's to the best of or if you can't your deliver ability. on it, you have the people already in place that you're going to hire. It. Yeah, to do absolutely. It. Like you already have those people on standby. So the moment you get that contract from your dream client, you're like, I can help build your app, and you call out all your like app developers, and you call them and say, Hey, you're available. Here's like this amount of money, and we need you right now. Because I feel like the last thing you want is to like identify your dream client and not do the work to know oh what services to offer Sounds them, so and then you book them. 
and then you can't give them what it is that they needed and maybe the interaction doesn't go the way that you planned and then you have this client who could have turned into a a great client possibly even a repeat client and somebody that would have given you know word of mouth and all that and it's like now you've I feel like one of the dream job that I have because I've done um, annual reviews before and so I really would like to turn because I've done a long like a 30 page one and I would love to do like a magazine it's one of my dream clients but I'm like what if I said oh I want to do a magazine and then my client calls me and then I'm like oh snap I don't even have InDesign (laughs) installed (laughs) on my computer which has happened actually it happened to me like when I got a new computer I was like okay I'm getting ready to do it and I'm like I never install InDesign and I need this ad sent out by the like the end of the day and like so totally know what you have ready to go. And that's I think that's a perfect example is like even if you can do it, make sure that you you have have the tools tools to do do it. it. Or like people or you you know you're doing a branding project. Make sure you put in in your contract money for like resources like things like typefaces. Because you're probably gonna go through a lot of them. You don't wanna just use what's in your like little already that you own i like spending money so that's why i ask people to give me money so i can buy expensive font so i can use it on their projects like you have the best font collection by the way i talked about fonts for a long time i have like such envy of your font collection (laughs) i've already i've done too much about typefaces today i'm like banned can you do like a blog feature on your font collection because i would enjoy (laughs) that my angelica's favorite can you do that like a font of like the month? Font of the month. I was gonna say me, but you saw how I stopped myself because I know how you're like girl I am not gonna <laughs> like, you know how my life is. <laughs> like our links that I haven't done since like April. It's cool. <laughs> no, I think you should totally do a font, font of the month. Of the do it month. as a gift to me. <laughs> like everything that I do is a gift you to know, Charisma. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. But so like once you have all that in place, I how think do you at manage that point. Them? Yeah. What's well, happening? I think that there's there's a lot to do once you have that dream right. client, once you've worked with them, once you have everything in place. And I think that what's important to remember is that obviously you, because you opened a business, you are offering a service. You want to, you do it because you love it, right? right. It's like at the end of the day, I want to see business owners grow. I want to see their brands elevated to that next level. Yeah. I want to see them run their business successfully for years to come and feed their families and feed their children and send them to college exactly. if that's what they want to do. Go to Europe, whatever. Um, so, you know, that's at the end of the day, what the ideal situation is. However, I also want a great review and testimonial from them. I want them to set, like, give me that Say word of mouth nice and tell other people that are like them, because, you know, if that's my ideal client, they probably know a few other business owners that are similar to how they are. Right. And I want them to spread that word that, Hey, I worked with charisma. We had a really great time. You need to hire her. You to know, help you please hire life. her. Yeah. And so, and that way I'm not, I'm working with exactly who I need exactly, to work because with. That ideal client is the friend of the ideal client. So exactly. You're just, and that's generally our business is probably like right now it's a little bit changed. So it's about 75% referrals. And that goes to show you that we're just a lazy at marketing. Well, you know what? B, no, though, it just works out that way. Like it works and out I so love much social media and I'm big on social media, obviously, but I think that at the end of the day, there's just nothing like a referral. Because yeah. even if, yeah. like, I mean, I use social media sometimes. Like, you might mention something, and then I'll go look it up on social media. So that is still important. Yeah. Because that still influences my decision. But there's something about hearing it from someone that you trust. Even, I think, in a sense of, like, if I'm going through and I see that, you know, someone else, oh, I, I notice this person, and then I, I see, like, 
oh, Angelica Yard follows them. You know, yeah, Melissa you follows them. Follow David them. follows them. So I'm then like, you're oh, like, I should cool. follow so this I should person. Follow them too. Like, <laughs> That's true. They, if all my like-minded friends already are hip to That's how awesome this person Instagram is. For, yeah, and Twitter and stuff. You know, yeah. exactly. So I think that, you know, it can go, whether it be through social media or just, like, actually word of mouth, it's really important. Yeah. And word of mouth, people don't understand is that people are more detailed in word of mouth. And so, if, yes. you know, what we've put into someone's business has made them more money or made them more successful they're going to be more open with their friends about it like hey at first when i started out my thought was going to close my business but now we're making this amount of money a year and this these people helped us maybe they can help you get to where you need to go reach your goal so um the so social media is like it's transparent and i love it but since our bit like i feel like neither one of our businesses are really built on social media it's more yeah. like client interaction that face-to-face mm-hmm. stuff so we really do need people to talk to those people and say hey this person is great because not just tweet about us which yeah. still tweet about us it's amazing um <laughs> do yeah. it keep tweeting about this podcast it's different but like our actual businesses it really is a lot of in-person it really work is. that you put in it's a lot of even if when i say in person i mean like over skype or whatever over the phone yeah it's still like that client to customer like we we talk to every single person who keeps us in business yep and not every single business is going to do that like if you own a boutique online or something along those lines like you're not going to speak to every customer 90 percent of your customers yeah I'm mean, only talking to customers most of the time when they have something negative or that, that they have a problem with. Um, so that's different. And you prepare for that. Whereas with our businesses, we want to talk to people in the beginning and through the process and at the end. And mm-hmm. even like after we're done, we follow up and be like, hey, how's it going? We've had a client that we haven't worked with in three years, but she literally keeps us up to date on her new businesses. And she's like, when I'm ready for this. I want you guys to work on it. I'm ready for that. I, like, work on I, that not only me, do I love that and uh, I receive that that way, but I also do it to people that exactly. I pay right, and work with seriously. them, like people that I hire. So I, I'll tell them, like, like I have this, you know, project coming up, exactly. and I'm just letting you know it's four months out, but you're going to be the person right, I call. Exactly. Put yeah. that in your calendar, block it off. I need you to work with me, and that's how you really um, continue to have your dream clients and how you you are a dream client. Like I feel like in business. Um, partnerships are kind of like having, I guess, a dream partner um, is by keeping those people in mind and consistently following up with people you partner with. Like you partner with Melissa, so you constantly mm-hmm. are talking to her and calling her and you guys are meeting up and talking about just friend stuff, but then you also throw in business like, hey, I may have this coming up or what, what do you think about that? And that makes her, like she values you more as a partner because you do keep her in line and vice versa. So um, just keep doing that with partners and do it, have your clients check in with them be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, how can I help you? Can I help you? And you may not know. They may have been thinking about calling you, which has happened to several times. We'll reach out to somebody and be like, how are you? And they're like, we were just going to call you and we keep forgetting. I'm so glad you got yes, in touch. Yes, that really happens a lot. All the time. You would be surprised. <laughs> like, hey, my website needs an update or my brand needs an update. I feel like we've changed, or I've got a new partner and we're changing the way we look. So just. And so I kind of want to talk about how, like, how do you step it up at that point? So I think that once, you know, you have that client and you want to make sure that you keep getting that client, right? right? Like you, you've had this dream client, you've done the whole process from booking to finishing out the contract and you're like, this is exactly what I want. Now I know where I need to be. How do you keep that client to continue coming back? And I think that it's, it's an ongoing process. I think that you can always be revamping things and adding new things in. Um, but really like once you get that ideal client, like you love it, you're so excited about like, 
pampering them to an extent like you're yeah, just like they become your baby yeah like you're just like you. i want to give you everything because you're so awesome you. and i love working with you so i feel like one of the big things is having a fantastic organized welcome packet yep i think that that's so big because not only are you helping yourself by just being organized having things laid out and getting your life basically <laughs> but you're helping your client kind of figure out like they they aren't lost when they start. It's a big thing for them to start, and a lot of times we're we're asking them for large amounts of money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're paying a lot. Yeah, all of the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible. They're like, paying all of the time. Yeah, they, they're paying for, well for our right. services. So it's like you when you reverse it and you think about when you pay that much for a service, you really yeah, want to you know flip out why about are things you... like tires exactly. or like small things exactly. that cost like a couple hundred dollars. So let alone yeah, exactly. So that. it's like you want to know what you're paying for, and I think that having an awesome packet that kind of details like this is what we're going to be doing. This is the time frame that we're doing it. This is the best ways to reach out to me, and detailing all of that up front and. Like, I know we've talked about in the past for as a system standpoint and right. and the benefits from that aspect, but I just think that it's a, it's a, it's like a luxurious thing in a right. sense to give your when clients. You go, like, you should do yeah, it to, go to, to a spa because you love them. You can tell that a spa is great by the way they welcome you, mm-hmm. basically. So, is it worth your money that you're paying $150 if they come in and they call you by your name and they say, ma'am, yes, ma'am? If they give you right. your, a robe, if they exactly offer you a robe, robe and slippers, or do they have you just like sitting exactly. there in your clothes? You know, like, <laughs> how do they? Make the experience from day one. The sound is thought out. The lighting is thought out. The same with restaurants. You go to a restaurant and you go to a five star restaurant. The lighting is dimmer. The atmosphere is is fantastic. Versus going to like Olive Garden where it's bright in there and they're playing weird janky like Frank Sinatra music and there's kids screaming all over the place. Well, it's like I go get facials in celebration and before I even like start like the facial. hey they call it me by your name it's like they know well, you. when i walk up it's like here is your robe and slippers mm-hmm. if you want them and i was like i don't want your janky shoes because even though it's like <laughs> nice but i'm just really weird about feet so i'm like i brought my own slippers and they're like oh you're so funny haha and i'm like no. and then i go into the locker <laughs> right. room and it's like i change and then i'm sitting and relaxing on the couch so by the time she comes and personally gets me to bring me back to the room to do the facial i'm already so relaxed exactly. that it's just like i'm already fully immersed in that experience and enjoying it and those little things are just thought out just like the way you think things out for your business so actually put in time um and make sure that the way you welcome your clients is the way that you would want to be welcomed when you come to learn even if you're not at the highest price point acts like you are (laughs) like give your clients that experience that's how you get there you can't and I think this, um, talking about raising prices, I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but um, people always are at a point now, they're like, when do I know when it's time to raise prices or I need to raise my prices, but are you offering the value? Anything more than right. what you, you just feel like before? you, yes. You don't just, I think of it, think of it as like if you worked in a regular job, like a corporate job, right? So you would continue doing better and better and better right. to get a raise. You wouldn't just get a raise because you sat there and did I've the exact same thing. It's like, oh, I've been here the same amount. Like I've been here, you know, more time. So give me a raise. It's like, no, you do better work or more work to get a raise or you elevate to a new position, take on more responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera. And it's the exact same thing in business. If you are doing more and it doesn't necessarily mean adding a whole bunch more to do's to your schedule, but yeah. it means learning to work like you know smarter not harder right and learning what to outsource or just and upgrading your look upgrading, and feel. yeah like, upgrading seriously. things and offering maybe a little bit more or like a better experience to your right. clients and that's how you can say it's time to, to raise my, raise raise my, raise my i'm raising my like 
my bar. Like I'm being better. I'm making myself better. I'm pushing myself to be better. And I've done this for a while. Now I'm going to ask you for more money because I have like I have this experience and I'm giving you more, which we keep realizing. We're like, we keep giving. And I'm like, we need to raise our prices. That's yeah, that's when you realize stuff. that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's one thing that coming into the school rebrand is that, that and I, it's such a good timing for this because it's so important because number one, it's my dream client, but they also... Their clients are their dream clients. Like people like me who have cute little kids are their dream clients. Um, and because we put in all this effort behind the scenes and talking through through the like conception of this school all the way to building it and now it being like a fully functioning elementary school and early education and um, just all the small details are planned out. Like everything in this school, literally the fact that there are no sharp corners in this building because it's all around it because they didn't want any kids to get awesome. hurt. You'll never stub your toe in the school. Like this yeah. is like small little things that are really like planned out to the T and different people involved in this process all brought together their expertise. And that's what we mean when we say know that you're able to um, give this value. It's not just you, but you have people who are knowledgeable mm-hmm. that you're working with that can give that little bit of insight that you may not have. So just, um, Give your best. <laughs> Another thing that I think about, like when I think about when you finally start working with your dream client and you, you know, want to give them that elevated experience. I know that um, Melissa does like little tutorials for her right. clients. And I love that because I think that just as it's important to greet them a certain way, it's important to leave, leave them a certain them, exactly. way. Exactly. And when you're leaving them and you're saying, hey, so, you know, we finished our contract. We're no longer Let working together. But you. here are some, you know, different ways that you can you know, get by on your own and you're going to be fine and that sort of thing. So I think it's important to how you leave them is just as important. Right. Um, and I think visuals are very important. Goodness. So if you're, you know, trying to land that dream client and keep that dream client, making sure that visually that package, it's exactly. not just, it's not just like a word document. Don't you know send what I mean? me a PDF and comic sans. I'm not yeah. giving you thousands of dollars. For <laughs> yes, that. Like, absolutely. I will throw something at you. That's what, <laughs> with childcare. And that's what we're doing. We switch yeah. to like, I mean, the font we had was before, but now we're using, like, this serif that makes it seem like, hey, you really want to pay us more money. And those things matter. Those small that makes And that little makes such details. a huge difference. Whether somebody is like us, where they actively will, like, be like, well, this bottle looks better than this bottle. Right. Because... Or if it's just in their, yeah, the back of their mind because of colors and fonts and, and that it's sort comic of thing. Sans, you really think it's like kitsy and you're yeah. not getting anything. And that is not what this school is like. <laughs> no, I've been to this like, school and yeah. I literally almost like was like, I'm going to have a kid like right now so they can go to this like school. Soccer and violin and yoga Just the way that Spanish, the classroom looks. <laughs> like, because I went to the school when it was like, it was not in operation at right. the moment, but just the way that the school looks, you know it's a high end Since you've been there, like the upstairs is completely different since you've been there so I'm like and people say that all the time they're like I can't believe it's changing so much and that's why the brand had to change exactly that's why, when like, the business has to change oh like goodness. the brand has to change so, so. I will say visuals are like my life but don't give me a bunch of it and we done this because people have asked to be on this podcast we had like amazing sites I get so excited I'm like oh my gosh and there's nothing <laughs> there's no value yes. there's no like content like it's great that you spent money I do agree like definitely if you have the money spend the money on the visuals but if you don't have anything else to back it up then you can't you're not offering you're not gonna get your dream client if you don't have it's sometimes having your dream client does take time like it, it does, does take experience mm-hmm. and it's okay to work with people who aren't your dream client right off the back and I think that's people get really frustrated and that's how you find like you have to it's almost like dating like you have to date a few people sometimes to be able to find out what you like and sometimes you need to work with a few different clients to figure out well this is actually you know that's why I say make a list of those ones that are your favorites and kind of pull out those attributes and if you can't work with somebody then that's when you call in the consultants and be like hey 
I just can't figure it out. Who yeah. is my ideal client? And they Absolutely. will sit down and be like, hey, let's talk about what you like because then they can help you identify things. Call me. I'll help you with that. Not, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> identify things that you may not even know about yourself that like, hey, I actually do really like people who like the color red or something like really weird like that. <laughs> Sometimes I think like clients, like people, especially when I talk to, especially these medium-sized businesses who are expanding and growing and they had this old way of thinking and now they're bringing in someone new, they have a new CEO, they're like, who am I trying to work with or what's my client and what it looks like? And then they start talking about the people that actually had good experiences with and they realize like there are similar things like somebody they may wear a certain brand like or yep. some people may dress a certain mm-hmm. way like they only like or people who like wear suits or maybe the free people is the person that wears free people and lululemon is the person that's for your yoga brand like there's just different yeah. things that you have to those small things they seem really stupid but they actually do kind of make up your dream client like you can visualize them and i think the number one way to make sure that you keep on booking your dream client after you found them and booked them and work with them is to talk to them about what they loved exactly. about their experience. Find out what they enjoyed. Find out what they want more of. Find out what they would like to see in the future. Find out if there's anything that you could have done yeah. better that they would have liked to see improved. Exactly. And that way you can apply and that to the next most client. Most of the time, if they are your dream client and it went well, they will like tell you. Be, well, they, they allow you to experiment on them. And it mm-hmm. sounds weird, but we do experiment on our dream clients a lot because we want to see if services are things like, yeah, do you like this new service? Yeah, and exactly. How, you like it we'll let you try it for free or for like a discounted amount and we'll do this for a trial run and then you give us honest feedback because you've developed this relationship and now you're like dating the perfect person for your business who gives you money and you give them value so they can continue to make money and that's the circle of like dream clienthood (laughs) so i hope that all of you guys are out there working with your dream clients or going towards that way and again it takes time it does give yourself the time don't rush angry that you started a business or a blog or whatever the case may be in like a month or podcast a lot a lot of people get mad about podcasts and not having the amount of listens you listeners you want but you have to understand you want to find the right people seriously you want the right people and it's worth it we were just talking about um one of our um podcasts that was like the highest listened to as far as uh, our guest speakers and I think that it's because that particular person has so many people that are just really go to bat for them yeah. and, and they're such a at the end of the day it doesn't matter sometimes about numbers and that sort of thing and it's kind of the same thing with dream clients it's like it's much better to like take the time and learn to land that particular client so you can do it over and over yes. and over again and so you as don't opposed have to, make to those mistakes having anymore. yeah as opposed to just like rushing it and being like oh, I'm never gonna you know get to that dream client and just kind of like not not getting them not landing them i think that it's you know if you give yourself the time and you give yourself the tools and you take the time to learn and listen you will find that client and you will eventually learn how to book them and keep them and honestly once you get to that point there's nothing that i would like i wouldn't trade any other career than owning my own business and working with my dream client that is the perfect combination and unless you were like you can just go be a Kardashian without being ridiculous, basically, <laughs> because they like do nothing. I'm not going to lie and say that I wouldn't take some Kardashian money, but I wouldn't want to do all the things that they do that are nonsense. So oh my goodness. I'm like, I think I'll just stick to this. And your brand is talking about <laughs> making ramen with butter and salt. And then, you know, Wait, what? Kylie. <laughs> something that popped up in my Facebook and I was like, gosh, I'm going to click on it. I can't avoid idiot. them. I hate myself. And she's talking about, oh, God. Just I know. love it. Stop it. <laughs> so next week, we have a really fun guest speaker coming in, and we're going to be talking about investing in your business. So we're super excited about dollar, that. Dollar if you have any questions um, that you would like to ask about investing, go ahead and get those into us Tweet through us. Twitter on heart, at heart Hustle Pod. 
through Instagram and Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast. And then, of course, you can reach us using the Boss So Hard hashtag. Show us what you're up to, how you're bossing so hard. And don't forget to dream big and work hard. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.